Welcome to the Superman Confidential Podcast. I'm Tom, your host, here to talk all things Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Now, I know I talk, said I would not discuss much more in terms of speculation on Warner Brothers Discovery and what that means for DC movie future and all of that, but we do have not what I would call concrete information, but The Hollywood Reporter did put out an article sort of giving, uh, I almost think this is almost a state of the DC universe, or the DC movie, multiverse, whatever they want to call it, right now. And so, I certainly, there's a lot to discuss here, and this is from The Hollywood Reporter, so I think it's good information, but um, there's, there's a lot to, to dive into that I'll, I'll certainly be doing here. And I'll certainly get to the Henry Cavill of it all, the Superman of it all. Uh, but I did want to take a, a, a step back and look at things from a bigger picture point of view, just because uh, this they've got a new movie coming out very shortly, Black Adam. Uh, I won't discuss anything Black Adam directly related to spoilers if you have somehow been able to avoid spoilers and still listen to podcasts. Uh, respect. I don't, I don't know how you do it, but, but congratulations. Um, but yeah, this article here, you know, by Boris Kitt of the Hollywood reporter, it's, it comes off to me as a, a bit of a PR piece, a puff piece. I, I don't mean that in a negative way. I, I kind of mean that in an encouraging way. It's sort of, it's got various anonymous insiders and all that. It doesn't really have any concrete information, but it does give, give some updates. It's sort of a peak peek back and opening of the curtain. And I, I think that's really refreshing. Now we'll see how much of what's in here comes about. We'll see even what's in here. Uh, I have some serious questions and, and some concerns about what, what's going on with Warner Brothers. But there's also some encouraging stuff here. So I do want to get at, the, at that. But this is sort of a, a PR piece. I don't think it's a, it's more, hey, we got a movie coming out. Fans constantly complain about not knowing what's going on. Let's open up the curtain. Let's tell them what we're thinking right now. But it doesn't necessarily mean there's a bunch of concrete stuff here. But it is, um, there's certainly some encouraging stuff. And I, like I say, it's nice to, nice and refreshing to actually get a little bit of a pullback. Here's what we're thinking with everything. Uh, even if it's not concrete stuff. Because since Warner Brothers Discovery has taken over, there's been a lot of cancellations. I know people, some people have been upset about that. But there's also been not a lot of knowledge of what's coming down the pipeline. We know there's movies delayed and they've got a releases set in 2022, 2023, but beyond that, there's not much going on that we know of. So, uh, that's, it's at least good to know what they're thinking of. Now, of course, hanging over all of this, there's still that cloud of as a new DC films boss going to come in and change it, you know, put whatever, his or her stamp is on the DC universe start from, you know, anything is possible. Like I don't think a, in a complete reboot is out of the question still. I don't, I think it's very unlikely with the current leadership. You know, it doesn't seem, doesn't seem like an option that they're even looking at. So I, I'm, I think it's much less likely than it looked even a couple months ago, but I still think it's possible. They haven't really greenlit anything beyond Aquaman two. Uh, there's a Joker two coming in 2024, but that's its own thing. So, I think anything is still possible, but it seems like they want to continue with the main universe and all those other universes that, that they've started. Um, it doesn't sound like any radical changes coming up in the time being, but I, I still think anything's possible. And with, you know, the Hollywood reporter putting out the article that maybe Warner brothers and universal 
Mer- you know, maybe Discovery dumps Warner, Warner Brothers to Universal in a couple years. I think that's all still a possibility. So there are still lots of changes that could come. You know, this is this is kind of where things are right now. But we know, as Superman fans, we should know there's a long road from something being an idea an executive tosses around at Warner Brothers to actually fans being able to sit in a movie theater and watch that thing. Uh, there is nothing like that. Uh, there, there is a huge difference. I know. Uh, so that's why I'm encouraged by a lot of things. I'm excited for some stuff, but I do want to take a step back. Take a. I don't want to be a downer, but I do want to, to have a realistic look at this, at some of this stuff. Um, I know recently Marvel pushed back a couple release dates for some things, and uh, I saw a lot of people saying, you know, why? How come DC delays something or moves something around? It's chaos. It's terrible. All this bad news. Marvel does it, and it's no big deal. And to that, I say, well, that's partly who you're following, where you're looking online, what kind of responses you're going to get, uh, what kind of sampling. But there's also a difference between Avengers saying, hey, we're going to push back, or Marvel saying, hey, we're going to push back Avengers 6, six months, compared to some of WB's history, such as, I pulled up one headline, just as an example. This is December 9th, 2016, from Collider. Justice League Part 2 delayed to accommodate Ben Affleck's standalone Batman film. I just wanted to pull up one example. So there's a difference between Marvel delaying Avengers 6 months when we know... Avengers 6, 6 months when we know that's going to come. And, you know, we know everything they've announced. It's going to come. and might shift release dates a couple months here and there with normal production changes. That happens in the film business. And the difference between uh, Warner Brothers... <laughs> announcing a delay of Justice League Part 2 to accommodate Ben Affleck's standalone movie when six years later, neither of those are a thing. So it's it's not the same thing. And it's unfair to compare this current administration, who's only been there a few months, with past Warner Brothers executives, past decision, decision makers. But we know, uh, maybe we've been scarred too many times, but we know things are possible uh, to change even if there's information here. So all, all of that said, um, let's look at a little more meat of this here. Uh, one one thing, it sounds like a lot is up in the air with DC still. Uh, it sounds like talent is vying for a piece of the DCIP. One insider called it the Wild West. So there's no head of DC Films. Mike DeLuca and Pam Abdi are overseeing DC for now. They're the head of Warner Brothers Pictures. Uh, and they're kind of stepping in to, to do that for the time being, unless, until... They find a new DC head, um, but it's kind of like everybody's, a lot of directors or writers or whatever are trying to grab a piece of the DC IP, and that's a little scary in one point. Hey, it's nice that it shows interest in the DC IP, but it does show there's kind of like a random hodgepodge of stuff going on and uh, doesn't appear to be any coherent plan in the short or long term, it's kind of uh, whatever's whoever pitches something good, they get to go. And that's nice in theory, but doesn't necessarily lead to long-term success uh, when you have such a big established IP. But the, the counter to that is uh, some have had said DC is in good hands. Uh, a quote from the article says, DeLuca, who is known for his fanboy roots and displays a deep knowledge of esoteric comic lore, 
remains firmly in charge of DC. He greenlit Joker 2, has been making decisions on Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom in The Flash, and has been meeting with filmmakers. Rumors abound that his role could evolve into one with a more permanent and even exclusive oversight of DC, so it's possible that eventually DeLuca just becomes the DC head. Uh, I don't know if he'd work on that exclusively or if he did with other responsibilities at Warner Brothers. Um, I can't really comment on DeLuca's would be a good fit for that. It says he's got fanboy roots. I think at one point he was attached to produce the Suicide Squad 2, the second Suicide Squad movie before James Gunn came in. Um, I think he's been involved with things like Blade in the past and has a bit of a checker pass, a mixed bag in terms of as a producer. Uh, I don't know how he would be as an executive. It says he's got fanboy roots, whatever that means, uh, for whatever that's worth. But it does continue to seem like there is overall uncertainty with WB and DC what could be coming down the pipeline. Like I said, this could all be temporary. We could be dealing with another merger type situation. Um, but that's kind of the overall stuff there. There's some other projects that I'll talk about later, but let's get into the big stuff, the Superman stuff. Might we actually see a new Henry Cavill Superman movie? Possibly. Um, I don't think it's a done deal, but this is the most encouraging, uh, this is the most encouraging news we've had on it in a long time since at least Batman v Superman came. Uh, but this here's a quote from the article. The studio's eyes are very much on Superman. Under Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav and Warner Brothers Pictures heads Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi, Warner's has an intense desire to reprise the Cavill iteration of the hero. The project that would essentially be Man of Steel 2 is being produced by Charles Roven and is currently in search of writers. There's a wish list, wish list of course, and Christopher McQuarrie, the hand that guides the Mission Impossible movies, was on it. McQuarrie worked with Cavill on the 2018 installment Fallout, but sources say no official outreach has been made, nor may it be feasible, as the director is working on the next back-to-back impossible installments. Uh, that's the end of the quote there. Uh, wow. So that is potentially massive, <laughs> right? And it's kind of tucked away as a paragraph in this larger DC article. Um, I think news like this, if, again, maybe this is this is just me being burned by Warner Brothers so many times in the past, but you'd think this move would be its own separate announcement type move, but it's very early stages, very, very, um, very early stages. Like I said, no writer, no, so obviously no script, no director, no release date, nothing of that. So it's tough to see anything tangible for the time being, but it seems like for the first time in a long time, they are open to it. Perhaps most encouraging is, and we've heard this several times before, is just that the studio seems very focused on Superman. Like, articles since the the merger have largely focused on Superman. The, the character has been left to languish. Why is it, you know, they need to do something with Superman, they know it. And so this seems very promising, and they seem interested in Henry Cavill. Uh, if you're going to do a shared universe, if you're going to continue the DCEU, not reboot, or not just uh, give up on the shared universe, then yeah, you should probably get going with Henry Cavill. There's some complications with that that I'll get to in a little bit, but that makes a lot of sense. But I am glad they're focused on Superman. Uh, like I said, they've at every point they've they've gone out of their way to say, "Hey, we've got Superman. We can do lots of things with Superman." So I'm glad they're doing that. Um, let's get into some some details of it here. Charles Roven, he's produced the Dark Knight trilogy. He did 
produced all the three movies featuring Henry Cavill as Superman, along with other, you know, he was one of the biggest names in the early DC still involved. And I don't think he has, he's a huge creative and creative guy, but he has some business input is from what it looks like. You know, it's always tough to tell what producers do specifically, you know, what roles they take on, how much they're involved in each part of the filmmaking process. But he seems to be more of a business guy and is able to work with some good talent uh, to get movies going. So I, I think, you know, he's certainly a proven producer. So having him return from Man of Steel and some other films, that's promised, of course. But, uh, you know, it's going to come down to who are they getting to write, who are they getting direct, and when, when could we actually see this thing? Like I said, I before we get ahead of ourselves, I'm excited for this. I, I, I'm not telling you not to get excited. I think you absolutely should. And But Superman fans being jaded, this is kind of the third, you could argue the fourth time, that a solo Superman movie, Man of Steel 2, for lack of a better name right now, has been in the works. And that's if you count the July 2013 San Diego Comic-Con when Zack Snyder said, we're going to do another Superman movie, which ultimately became Batman v Superman. But October of 2014, Warner Brothers announced that big slate of what they're going to do. Here's our next six years, what we're going to do for DC films leading up to, remember 2020 when we had Green Lantern Corps and Cyborg? Those movies? Uh, me neither. But among that list was uh, they put Justice League, Justice League 2, there was a solo Batman movie, and a standalone Superman movie. So that means at that point they were thinking A Man of Steel 2 in 2018 or 2019. Obviously that didn't happen. Things changed, particularly in March of 2016 with the reception to Batman v Superman and everything changed. That was multiple mergers ago, countless executive changes ago, but uh, that was the plan in October of 2014. And then again, August 2016, there was the, all the changes after Batman v Superman came out and then Jeff Johns and John Berg came on board. And right after that, there was August of 2016 when the rap reported that Man of Steel 2 was in active development um nothing came out of that eventually a few months later toby emmerich joined took over warner brothers pictures and any anything related to a superman solo project kind of went quiet justice league came out we know what happened with that in 2018 henry cavill was and christopher mcquarrie who we'll get back to we're pitching superman movies we're pitching a superman movie wb that was obviously rejected never went forward and then it came out well, there was a Supergirl movie, and then later it came out, well, Henry Cavill's not coming back in 2018. Henry Cavill's done as Superman, and that looked like the case for several years. And then they they started a Superman CW show, and then uh, 2020, finally, oh, Henry Cavill might come back in cameos, guest spots, whatever, but he's not going to get a solo movie. And this is the first time since then that, that it looks like a first time since at least 2016 that a solo Superman movie is potentially in the cards with Henry Cavill. So, uh, yeah, this being the, the third or fourth time that has been in the works. But let's get into the, the nitty-gritty of it. Christopher McQuarrie makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people would be interested in that. Like we said, he pitched a Superman movie at one point with Henry Cavill. They kind of talked about it on the set of Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, there's an interview with McQuarrie you can see where talking about well we 
Henry told me what he wanted to do with Superman, and and he's a story guy, Christopher McQuarrie, so he he gave him his thoughts, and I think he would, you know, his Mission Impossible movies are great, but he's also been a producer, you know, as a director, but he's also been a producer writer. He, he was one of the writers and a producer on Top Gun Maverick. He's done some other things, a lot of stuff in the Tom Cruise world in recent years. I think uh, some, you know, had some involvement in the Jack Reachers, that kind of stuff. And, as, you know, he's a really talented writer and director capable of blockbuster stuff. Those those Mission Impossible, those last couple Mission Impossible movies he's done are uh, considered some of the better action movies of the century. You know, Fallout in particular was, heard a lot of people calling it. Very well-reviewed, uh, crowd-pleaser, fun action movie. And watching those, I could see, you know, I started watching the Mission Impossible movies because I knew Henry Cavill was going to be in six. And that's when I got into them. And you can see they're very well-made, the, the McQuarrie ones in particular. Um, great action. There's a lot of good character stuff and supporting cast. I could see a lot of that stuff, what the Ethan Hunt character has, and some of that could translate to his writing for Superman. And you could see that. The complications, like we said, <laughs> one, Macquarie kind of, I believe, you know, he's deleted a lot of his tweets, but I believe he said he might not be interested in working on such a big IP because of the fan reactions and fan response. Um, but more practically, he's got Mission Impossible 7 and 8 to come out yet. Uh, 7 releases next summer, and 8 is June 28th of 2024. And I believe that's done filming. Uh, it started filming in March of 2022. But there's going to be post-production work on both of those films. There's going to be press for both of those films. Maybe he could do, you know, have some time to do some writing and producing the next Superman movie or coming up with a story and producing. But if he's going to direct, I don't see any way he's able to work on it until late 2024. And in that case, are we talking 2024, 2025 at the earliest before he can even film this? which would mean maybe a 2026 release date. What's going to be the state of the DCEU at that time? What's going to be the state of, uh, I mean, what's going to be the state of superhero movies in general? I'm of the opinion that their popularity is beginning on the downward slope. I don't know that it's over. I don't think it's over yet, but I think it's beginning on the downward slope. I think so much could change in four years. So, I don't know, uh, as talented as I think McQuarrie is. And Cavill still has, you know, he's still got The Witcher. I've, there's rumors that he's, or there were reports that seasons four and five of those are going to be filmed back to back. Maybe maybe the Netflix is filming four and five as the final seasons. And then even if that takes up a, the next year of Cavill's schedule after that, he'd be able to go full time into... Superman movies, and there's always workarounds. Uh, I assume Netflix would be able to work with them to some extent, but um, who knows? Maybe they want to film four and five back to back just so that will clear up Cavill's schedule. I don't know. So that's that's a lot. You know, I've I've said in the past. I think it would be tough to to find a Clark Kent and cast than Henry Cavill. I, I don't think it's impossible, but I think it would be hard. So I'd be very excited to see. A True Man of Steel 2, a solo Superman movie that gets back to focusing on those characters, that Clark, that Lois, that Martha, Perry, uh, even that Lex, all of that stuff, um, and then introducing a new villain and diving more into the Superman mythology. And So I'm 
I'm hopeful. Uh, you know, I, and I think Superman fans should be hopeful. A year ago, there was really no hope. And, you know, my interest in the DCEU, and now it's higher than that. I'm not exactly all the way back in, but I'm listening <laughs> to what's going on there, and I'm hoping that is. But there is a question, you know, is it better for Superman to be associated with the DCEU or not at this point? Because now part of Superman's success, at least, will be part of being that shared. And is that a good thing or a bad thing right now? I'm not so sure. You know, would it be better for to go the Batman style, a standalone type thing uh, that has nothing to do with it? I think it's better for the DCEU to have Superman in it. And I'm glad this new administration realizes that. Whereas the last one, it seems like they weren't so sure. But uh, I think what's best for Superman? Uh, I'm not sure. But I am, I am hopeful. Right? The, not just one Superman movie, but several more. And some Justice League movies. And maybe some other stuff. Um, so kind of getting into the other Superman stuff of this. Uh, Dwayne Wonson, Johnson wants a, a Black Adam versus Superman movie. Maybe I'll talk about that more after Black Adam. Uh, I think it could be cool. I think I, I would be fine with something like that. As long as we're getting solo Superman movies. Dive into Superman mythology and then elsewhere you know in a, a black adam 2 or a justice league versus the legion of doom movie something like that they're battling i think that's fine to see i don't have a problem with that and and black adam's gonna ultimately meet as long as those are successful so i don't have a problem with any of that uh this is walter hamada's final week at dc it sounds like um okay <laughs> i have been incredibly neutral for the most part i'm walter hamada i mean i haven't i haven't loved pretty much anything that was done during his era but I never knew how much of that was his to blame. I, I never really got proof that he was anything more than a glorified accountant, the president of DC Films, but he still had to report to the likes of Toby Emmerich and, and all of those types. I don't think he had any significant, any creative input on the major stuff. I mean, if, if four years ago he was told, make a Superman movie with Henry Cavill, he would have had to do that, whether he wanted to or But you think... That happened during his era. I think the DCEU is in a worse place now than when he started. So it's tough to be encouraged by that. But you know, um, from the article, Hamada had his own Superman plans, one of them involving introducing a black Superman with a multi-decade spanning story by writer Ta-Nehisi Coates. Uh, a multi-decade span. Also from the article, it is unclear where the Superman movie, Superman moves leave J.J. Abrams, who is still on track to produce Coates' movie centered on The Last Son of Krypton. The feature would exist outside any larger DC movie continuity, much like Todd Phillips' Joker movies. Um, I have not been excited about this film since it's been announced, and nothing I've heard has really changed that. Uh, we don't know who the main character is. The, all the articles written about this, all the news, Clark Kent has never been once mentioned. And this being a multi-decade spanning story? Uh, that can be cool. So read, you know, read Superman Space Age for something that's now, but there's a difference between a one-off three-issue comic, 84, 84 years into Superman mythology and launching, presumably launching a franchise for this, because if you're not trying to launch a franchise, what's, what's the point? I mean, I know every movie should be great on its own and all that, but if you're doing a Superman movie, the goal should be to launch a franchise. And so a multi-decade spanning story, I don't know how that would work. And um, if you're doing a Henry Cavill Superman movie, this should absolutely, this movie needs to absolutely 
go away. I mean, it might be great. This might be a brilliant script and it might even have the potential to be a great movie, but the downsides to making this movie are many and the upside, I don't know that it exists. I don't see the upside in it. I mean, yes, I know the Joker movie made money, but this is very different from that and should not be the goal going forward. Um, but yeah, if you're going to do it, if, if Henry Cavill's back in Superman and you're planning to do more Superman, you shouldn't make any other Superman movies with other things. You shouldn't do any other HBO Max series with Superman, even if it's a, whether it's a different character or not. DC really needs to stop competing with them. Uh, you need to stop diluting, the brain, slicing up the fan base. That makes me wonder, where does that leave Superman and Lois? I don't know if any of this even directly involves that because the CW might not be interested in shows like Superman and Lois. Any, so I'm not, I'm not sure where that, that leaves. But yeah, looking back on their Walter Hamada, Toby Hemrick era, there is some interesting point. Like I said, I had remained neutral on Hamada, but this article has something where Cavill was wanted back by some, and Hamada shot it down. So, and reports, rumors, that The Flash was going to erase Superman, since erase Superman from the DCEU, or put him in an alternate timeline, however you want to look into it, but Superman would be bye-bye. So, it's easy to say, um, I don't know, I think it's pretty easy to say that this last four or five years, six years since Walt, since Toby Emmerich took over, four and a half years since, close to five years since Walter Amad has been there, has maybe been the darkest man in live action ever. And that's saying something, because it's quite a, a checkered history, but this is the first time they were just disinterested in me. And pretty quickly just gave up any. When Toby Emmerich took over, it looks like any movement on a Henry Cavill movie stopped. Uh, in 2018, they were turning down Henry Cavill to return and maybe just be cameo character. And so, I mean, this is, was really a dark, dark era. And I can get into the more of that later, but it, it's been really tough. And, and I always said, if Henry Cavill was had crazy out of this world demands as much as I like him if you have to recast you have to recast but going five years without Superman in your universe is not a good decision um and then potentially erasing him is still not good so uh this is messy stuff this is a part venting session I guess this is turned into and part of a analysis of what's going on here but some other DC stuff just real quick like not directly Superman stuff James Gunn is pitching a mystery DC project or two uh, most likely this is something I'm not going to be interested in. I did have one thought. Like, this could be a Justice League versus Suicide, versus Suicide Squad movie. Since he worked on Suicide Squad, that could be very interesting. Maybe you have Justice League and then they have to take on the Legion of Doom or something like that. That could be really interesting. I don't know that James Gunn's sensibilities are best for a Justice League movie. But I just kind of want a Justice League movie put in development. And James Gunn seems to have his pick of whatever DC he wants to do. So I think that would be a good way to get the Justice League back on the board, uh, ha have an event to build up to for all of these different projects and still leave Darkseid on the table for later. So, you know, have a Legion of Doom movie where the Justice League fights them and then you can still come back to for, or to Darkseid for a couple movies, a movie or two down the line. And that's still on the table, but I think that would make sense. But most likely knowing James Gunn's sensibilities, knowing that, when he was offered Superman, the thing that interested him was crypto, and he, and 
all of that. This is most likely going to be a C or D list DC character that uh, is critically well received, well received by the audience, but doesn't make a big splash at the box office. I don't know, uh, but I do. You know, that's just injecting a little bit of Superman here. You can see I've I've actually got hope for the DC getting prepared to get let down again by the possibility of a Justice League. Just even though there's nothing to suggest that. Matt Reeves is interested in developing the Batman spinoff movies. I, again, kind of like what I was talking about with the other Superman stuff and all of the, the multiple universes DC's doing. I think that's weird. I think I, th I think you need to stop competing with yourself and putting out Clayface movies that have nothing to do with your main universe. If, if I were Mike DeLuca and Pamela Abdi, I would be doing, offering, negotiating with Matt Reeves to see you know if Ben Affleck doesn't want to come back full-time for Batman. How can we get Robert Pattinson in this universe after the Flash movie? Can we do that? You can make as many weird spinoffs for HBO Max or HBO Max Discovery, whatever is coming down the pipeline. But set it in that universe. You can still do whatever you want. But we like Robert Pattinson to pop up in a Justice League movie here. Uh, so this universe is all together, all working together once instead of competing with yourself. But that doesn't appear, appear to be the case. Um, the Flash 2 already has a script, which is tricky because, well, it might not have a star for starters, but I'm curious what they go with that. You know, this is loosely Superman related because if they're going to, the Flash, the first Flash movie is a time travel slash multiverse story. Are they going to do another event type thing in the second one? And how could that impact the DC universe? I don't know. Wonder Woman 3 is expected to have a scriptment soon. And the reason I mentioned that. This article even points out that they're kind of focusing on the getting back to focusing on the big hitters in the DC universe, like Superman, and they still want to expand it, but they're going to figure out a way that to do that in addition to focusing on the, the A-listers, whereas the last few years it's been focusing on C&D-list DC characters at the expense of like Superman, even if it's not directly... Um, in place of, the, I think they've gotten a little too far into focusing on those supporting characters, those smaller characters, not paid enough attention to the the big ones. The fact that we're five years post-Justice League and have no signs of a Justice League again, or any type of event film, I mean, The Flash might be a little bit of that, but I think that says a lot about uh, what's happened. So yeah, this was kind of a, a bit of rambling. I think the big takeaway here is... <laughs> A Man of Steel 2 looks possible. We'll see um, how it fits in with everything. You know, the Warner Brothers has historically made radical changes based on the box office of every movie. I think you need to adjust when you see the box office results for movies, but I think you need to keep on a, a clear path. And so if Henry Cavill is back, I hope he's back full time. I hope we get lots of solo Superman movies with him and Amy Adams and lots of some Justice League stuff on the way and maybe popping up other places to uh, Black Adam or um so <laughs> I know I'm I'm probably more contained in my excitement than a lot of people you're listening to uh because I followed this before I've seen how this goes before I guess and I think the big thing for me when will be if this Henry Cavill movie gets a director or gets a release date um certainly needs a writer and needs a script obviously that's important but if you notice with wb 
big things don't happen until you've got a director who, not just a director who says, yeah, I'll work on this. And, and it's one of six projects they're working on, but a director who is free, who is not currently working on a movie and can dedicate themselves to working on this. And that movie gets a release date. That's when you start getting serious movement. Um, and that's when it'll start to feel more real for me. I'm excited. I'm encouraged, but I really need, uh, a director and a release date to, to really feel like it is real. And this isn't just lip service or PR move by Warner brothers discovery. But when that happens, I'll be very excited. But in the meantime, uh, we can hope for the best. And I, I think we're all doing that. So thanks for listening and I'll be back soon.